Thank Say that. I want to begin by thanking the Chavre Torah anytime. I was just reminded that they're working. They're working hard to bring to bring Torah to so many people in so many places. And I already had people that have thanked me. I'm not responsible for any of the any of the arrangements that are made to make it possible. But apparently, there are people who benefit from this. It's a chashuva thing. To be able to hear Torah, to be able to, to, to make a difference to see. So it's very much appreciated. When Eretz Chayfetz, each Torah here from Rav Kook is Mamish a Yisod, the big, big Yisod. It's very much connected to what we're doing in the Chesid this year and earlier, Erev Shabbos. Beginning with, we're in Paragdal, Seif Yud. If you'd list of uh, Shabbos, we were talking about as as the land of simcha of joy. Before that, we were talking about as the land of imagination, the Krachadimi. As is the land of simcha of joy, the Korha simcha, Tanug, and so on. And now. In Sif Yud, Reb Shaila brings a Torah from Avkuk regarding the food of Eretz Yisrael, which we've already spoken about. We have spoken about. <coughs> this is connected to what we were learning, of course, last week. When I was discussing the Indian of the Baruch of Eretz Yisrael as being loisachsar kolba, that it's not missing that quality of kol, of kol, which we learned last week, is tanug, is pleasure and delight. Kol. Kedusha, Kedusha of Yisod, and so on. But it affects everything in Eretz Yisrael, including the food. The food of Eretz Yisrael is different from the food anywhere else in the world. It's unlike any food in the world. And even though you could, you could ask scientifically, what is the chilik between an apple here or there? What's the difference between a chicken here or there? But the Michael of Eretz Yisrael is a different Michael. There's a famous Bach who discusses that in the context of of the Brochen, Berches HaPeirus, and so on. The Shavach of Eretz Yisrael, the Peirus of Eretz Yisrael. Let's learn a little bit. We'll, we'll see this We'll see this piece from Rav Kook, and we'll learn it's always good to learn in the Memorum, whenever possible, to see what Rabbi Yaakov Moshe Chalap says about this, because Rabbi Yaakov Moshe is always really explaining what his Rebbe was talking about, even though he doesn't refer directly to that particular quotation, but Rabbi Yaakov Moshe's Torahs are all an expansion and an explanation of the teachings of his Rebbe. HaMarchel Shalar Yisrael HaMarchel Shalar Yisrael the food of Eretz Yisrael is mekudash bepnim yusai. It's mekudash bepnim yusai. It has inherent kedusha. Ve'ena magusham ki'im chitziyunusai. And of course, it's something of this world. It's a part of this world, but it's magusham only. Its physicality is something which is very external to it. Now, look, everything in the world is elokus. Everything in the world is, everything in the world is Baruch But the Michael of Yisrael is makulish b'pnimiusa. We were talking last week a little bit about the man. And the man which Chazal described is food of the malachim. All of the food, all of the food is predominantly chitzanias, and with that hidden nakuda, that hidden chiyas of elokus. All of creation is in such a way. However, the food of Eretz Yisrael 
the Gashmi's quality of it is very, very much on the surface. Really, really just the surface. And one does not have to dig so deep to find in the Kudah Pnim is the Chiz. Everything else in the world one has to excavate and dig like the wells of the others to uncover the Chiz, the Pnimis. But with the Michael of Echisel, you just have to scratch a little bit. Because it's Makudash Bipnim Yusuf and Magusham Kimchitsi Yunusa. Avam Yamachole Chutzlaris Svichim Lehizoyer. When it comes to the food of Chutzlaris, one has to be careful. One has to be careful because the effect of the food of Echisel of Chutzlaris, rather, the effect of the Chutzlaris Dika food, as far as, as far as coarsening the person and taking a person further and further away from Elokos is much more likely and much stronger in the Chutzlaris Dika Macholim than the Echisel Dika Macholim. So in Macholi Chutzlar Tzichim Lizoher, the food of Chutzlar is one has to be careful, to be more careful. The Firoiv had Sipiel Yisrael, as we learned with imagination and with Simcha. The Firoiv had Sipiel Yisrael, depending upon the longing that one has for Yisrael. The Firoiv had Sipiel Yisrael. Miss Allah Hamachal Gam can one is able to one is able to lift up the food of Chutzlaritz to some degree. If you arrive at This is what we were learning last week with joy. That whenever there's a Tsipia, those Jews who have a longing for Israel, everything that they have, everything that they're connected to, is somehow affected by the Avir of Eretz also, even though they're far, far away. But the Kedusha of Eretz is able to go with them. That's what we're learning this morning in the Kedusha Slavi. That the Tzaddik is able to take Kedusha's Eretz with him. It doesn't say he went down. Usually when you leave Eretz we learned this this morning, Usually when you leave Eretz you go down to Chutzlaretz. It doesn't say Vayeret Charon, it's Vayele Charon. So Kedusha Levi says, because the Tzadik, when he leaves, he takes with him. Panahadra, he takes the splendor and the beauty of Eretz with him wherever he goes. So it's possible for a Jew who has an Eretz Yisrael, who has a longing for Eretz it's possible for him to take that Kedusha of Eretz with him and to somehow affect everything in his life and to coat everything in his life with Kedusha Sa'aretz. Not, of course, in Halacha, but in the Pneumis, he's able to do such a thing. So even when he's sitting by his table in Chutzlaretz, and he's eating food that's, that's made in Chutzlaretz, so that's grown in Chutzlaretz, he's able to say, Ay, achen yesh Hashem b'mokam azev, anoichi le'yadati. Achen yesh Hashem, that Hashem, Eretz just like Eretz Yisrael came to Yaakov Avinu where he was, in so it's possible that Ezzel can come to a Jew on his table and his food if he eats Bikadusha and he eats from the table of, of, of the Mizbeach of Yushalai. So he's able to bring something to that Machal in Chutzlaritz also. And that is why, if Cook explains, that is why. By every meal during the week, before benching, we say Al Naharas Bovel. Not everybody's careful with that, whether or not one has to or doesn't have to, we're not going to the halacha right now. But there's a minig for sure that before benching during the week, we say Al Naharas Bovel. And we cry Al Naharas Bovel of our goalless and being far away from from Eretz Yisrael, from Yerushalayim. Sham Yashav Nogam Bachinu, Mazachreinu Esirim. 
be trying to remember Yerushalayim and Eretz Yisrael at the end of the meal when we're eating. The question is, why? Why Why is it that eating must, why does it require this act of, of remembering Eretz Yisrael? Why can't we just enjoy, a, you know, why can't you just have a pastrami sandwich and just enjoy it? Why do you have to start out on the Haraz Bavl, Shom Yashal Devagam Although I've, I haven't, I don't recall seeing anybody with a big pastrami sandwich just crying. It doesn't come to my mind right now. I don't remember myself doing such a thing either. So, why, why, were, why were the tzaddikim massacring such a thing to say, why would they be massacring such a thing? You see how they, they, they that it was put out after you eat, so it shouldn't spoil your appetite. <laughs> so it's done after you finished eating. But why to make such a thing? So Stam, the, the the most convenient thing would be to say, well, whenever we're happy, we, we have to always remember Yushalayim, Chasnan, by every one of our simchas and so on, we remember Yushalayim. But Rav Kook is saying it's much deeper than that. We're trying to take, we're trying to take during the week, which remember the week, we spoke about this this morning as well, that during the week we're in Chutzlaretz. Shabbos is a beginning of Yishalayim. Migdash, Melachim, Lucha, Kumit, Simitach, Afeicha. Shabbos is, of course, a beginning of Yishalayim. Shabbos is Eitzis Haldik. The six days of the week is Chutzlaretz. So during the six days of the week, we say, Al Nahar is Bavel, Sham Yashav, Nagamachino, so it's a sad. We were, it's a sad capital. We remember the Churban and remember what it was like when we when we sat down on the Haras Barvo and we were crying and we and with those tears we we the Lechem Yom and Velayla Haisala Dimasi Lechem Yom Velayla that that we were crying and we had something to eat when we sat by the by the by the river of Barvel when we went into Galus. So that's the that's the capital that we say. During the six days of the week, before I mean, rather after a suda, at the end of the suda, we say that we're trying to we're trying to lift up the the, the suda that we just had to bring it into Eretz through the tzipia, through the longing for Yerushalayim, and that capital of Tehillim is filled is filled with the longing for Yerushalayim. It's all that Sebrachin kite of Galus is the all that Sebrachin kite, all the brokenness of Galus. When we first left Eretz we were crying on the Haras So we remember Yushalayim at the end of the Suda. That's during the six days of the week, is on the Haras Shabbos and Yantiv, Shabbos and Yantiv is Shehamalois. Shuvah Hashem Shiva Sion. So then we don't talk about leaving Yushalayim, we talk about returning to Yushalayim. We're talking about the end of Golas. But Benkach or Benkach, because Shabbos and Yantiv is a of, especially Shabbos is a of Yushalayim. And Shabbos, in some, in some way, in some level, we're in Yushalayim. So therefore, during the week, we say Al Nahar's because we're Chutzlar's dick during the week. Even in HSL, they say Al Nahar's But on Shabbos and Yantiv, we say, we say Shamalas. Hazar and Bedimma. The joy of returning after Golas. But why the whole Indian of Eretzisel and Yerushalayim with eating? And that's that's by the Shamals, by the Kepilach and al that we say before benching. And then in benching itself, of course, the whole benching is Miyusad. The whole benching is established on the Indian of Kedusha's Eretzisel and the food of Eretzisel. Al Ha'aretz Val Hamazen. Noid Lachashon Lakein. The whole benching. So again, the simplest thing would be to say, okay, to say the word. But we're talking about eating and living in Israel, and we're thankful for the food that we have in Israel. But Cook explains that you say last Christ, you shall be honest, Bavel, Shamal, Sabachal Sudakit, Sipias, Eretzisrael, Habor, Take if Lamos. You see that the Chachamah wanted. 
right at the time of takeif lamazon, right by the meal, right when we when we finish eating. Chazal, the Chachamah wanted that our eating, our food, should be lifted up to a place of of Eretz Yisrael. Should have uh, should have something of that kedusha of the macholim of Eretz Yisrael. Kitzipias Eretz Yisrael about takeif lamazon. That sipia, because that longing for Eretz Yisrael when we eat. Ma'adenis as hamachol shabuchut slaritz. It sweetens. It sweetens. It refines the food that we're eating in Chutzlaritz. Va'isa isa karav le'iluya shal Eretz And it brings it closer to that to that level. It brings it closer to to that ilui, that ascent, that mila of the food of Eretz Yisrael. And that's why before benching and, and in benching and, 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 the, and the Nusuch is, in the Nusuch is that, is that we have this longing for Eretz Yisrael. And gam Eretz Yisrael b'zman hazeh But even in Eretz Yisrael, in our times, because of the diminished Kedusha in Eretz Yisrael as a result of the Churban, notwithstanding the issue in Halacha of what has changed halachically in terms of Kedushas Yerushalayim and Kedushas Haaretz are not going to go into that right now, but clearly, before Mashiach comes during the time that we're in, the light of Kedushas Haaretz has been dimmed, has been affected. How that impacts halacha, that's not what we're discussing right now, in terms of Trumas Amaisis and Shemitah and so on. But there's no question that something has changed. There's a hismatus of Kedusha as a result of the Churban. So Rav Kuk is saying that Gamber Yisrael in our times post-Churban B'nei Yismatus HaKedusha Shaideh HaKurban Yesh HaKshoma meaning that the food is more coarse than it used to be. The covering is thicker. The physical encasement of the food is thicker than it used to be. At the time of the Beis Hamikdash, the covering was very, very thin. It was at the closest that something could be to the man. It was very, very, very thin coating, physical coating to the food. But now, after the Churban, there's more Hakshama. It's more Magushim. The food in Eretz is also more Magushim. The Fiha'erach. I mean, it's all relative to Chutzlaretz, but this Hakshom lefi erech b'ma'achol. Avul hi oila u'misrachenes. It comes more ruchnizdik. You'll never see that word anywhere else. Misrachenes becomes more ruchnis. Misrachenes. Try that on an Israeli next time. Ask him, Achi, Atam Etrachen Ktsat? Ask him. Atam, Atam, so, Atam Etrachen. What's a Metrachen? I need Metrachen. Only if I have cooked to do such a thing. But the food, he says, is Misrachenes. It's still easier to get to the Rochnias. I will hear Euler Misrachenes. Also, in Eretz Yisrael, the person who has a tzipi of the Yeshua, the person who is longing for the Yeshua, in Eretz Yisrael. So if that could, if that could affect the food in Chutzlaretz, and we say Al Nahar's Bavel and Shir Malas in Chutzlaretz, and somehow it's able to bring up the food, that when we're eating in Eretz Yisrael, that, that the tzipi of the Yeshua, the longing for salvation, is able to help. And the food is is misrachin. It's the ruchni is, is revealed. Avli oylo misrachin is 
Aide Tsipia Seishua. Hamuvletas that's emphasized by Mizmurim Ha'amurim, by these Tehillim that I just mentioned. So even in Eretz Yisrael we say these Kepilvach. So even if you live, even if you live in the old city of Yushalayim, you say Al Naharus Bavel, and you say Shemalus on Shabbos, Yantiv. Because because if we're because after the Churban, we need to we need to have even in Eretz Yisrael this strong Tzipili Yeshua, in order to be able to help the food. be able to help bring the food to that place of Kedusha Saharans. The Tzaddikim had there were Tzaddikim, Rav Shlomkezvila and the other Tzaddikim who lived in Israel, the Basayan, that there are stories from they had tremendous kapedis with Jews who would say something negative about food that they were eating in Israel. That tremendous kapedis. Even somebody would say that they didn't like this, or this didn't come out good, or this apple was rotten, whatever it was. Any lotion of gnai, any negative lotion regarding the machal mevet itself, but tzaddikim, they got very upset. They would, they would be that tremendous akpadis, not, not to stay at the table, not to be able to sit at the table with Jews who are critical of the food of Eretz itself. So next time you, next time you 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 make your pilgrimage to Yushalayim, and uh, you take out all of your your daughter's friends to uh, Cafe Ramon, you're not happy with your mushroom barley soup or something, be careful with what you say. <laughs> it's still Eretz Yisrael. It's the food of Eretz Yisrael. You have to be careful not to be mighty diva sa'aretz, not to say Lashon Hara in Eretz Yisrael. The Miraglim brought back very, very fine fruit from Eretz Yisrael, but the Bani wasn't happy with them because of what they had to say. So the fact that you, the fact that you uh, are, are um, there and that you're living there, you're to, to eat of the fruits and the foods of Eretz Yisrael, doesn't mean that you're necessarily going to be so careful not to be mighty dibas to say something chalil about Eretz Yisrael that's negative, even about the f- food, the fruit of Eretz Yisrael, to be careful. And that's what Cook explained that they see P.S. Yeshua move. Let this be Mizmarim Ha'amur. Those kapitlach are filled with the longing for Yisrael. Sheinim Hakdama the Birchas Haaretz Ubinyan Yerushalayim Shem Birchas Mazim, and all of that that we say in those in those kapitlach Tehillim are a Hakdama preparation to Birchas Haaretz to the to the brachas that we say in benching itself for Yisrael. And so on, and Bani Brahma of Yushalayim, Amen, and the Brachas of, of Yushalayim. Look in the piece that you have from Abiyak of Moshe that you just got. In Chutzlar, it's, it's so easy to forget Hashem. And it's impossible for our eyes to be turned towards Shemayim. It's, so, it's impossible for us to be focused, to remember the Bari, to remember the Creator. Zula and that's why we know that the Iketakonis, as far as the Brochis, Birchis Anenin, and so on, those Brochis, the Ike, those Brochis, were Brochis that would accompany us into Golis. The whole Matbeya of the Brochis, as we know from the Gemara Brochis and the Rambam and so on, the main Takonis, with Takonis, that became necessary as a result of the Churban and Golos. You all know that with the exception of Birchas and Mazen, the Brachas are not Midar Aisa. 
And even the Nusach of Birchus Amazim, we spent a lot of time on that. Remember, but the Chabur, we spent a lot of time on that. The Nusach, Yeshua, Meshav, the first Baruch, Yeshua, the second Baruch, and so on. But as far as, that's benching, benching. But the other Baruchas, as far as the other Baruchas are concerned, for food, the Ikka of these Baruchas were later on, of course. These are not Midir Aisa, these are Midir Abadan. The Ikka is a Torah, it's a Torah of, of, of Godless. The Ikka is the Torah of of leaving, of going away. Because in Chutzlaritz, because in Chutzlaritz, we wouldn't be able to remember God without constantly, constantly making brachas. We wouldn't be able to remember. Because in Chutzlaritz, it's so easy, A, to lose focus, to lose focus, and B, especially when you're eating, because you're eating itself, as the Chavis Levavis says, that every piece of food that you put in your stomach you, you, causes you to forget Hashem. The more Gashmias one indulges in, the less Ruchmias. Again, that's not an ideal situation. A person can overcome that. That's where learning about Chassidus. That's the Avodah of Chassidus. But it's very, very, it's very easy to forget. And with eating, you all know, we've spoken of this m- many times, that the beginning of, of man's fall from Kedusha was with eating. That's what happened in Gan Eden, with Adam and Chava. Eating has been, since then, has been a tremendous, tremendous challenge. Mr. Zohar calls a Melchama a time of war. When one feels it, at least if a person is sensitive to it, that there's a Melchama between the Neshama and the Guf. There's a Melchama. And in Chutzlar, it's, it's very easy to lose that war. And the more one eats, and the more elaborate the food is, it's the more magushim the person becomes. One of the tzaddikim, they say this from a few tzaddikim, but I heard it in the name of the Rebbe Rabbi Yisraelis, that, that there was one of the chassidim came in to see him, a person who wasn't, I don't know it was one of his chassidim, but somebody came to see the Rabbi Rabbi Yisraeliska, and, and Rabbi Yisraeliska jumped up, he was frightened, and he, and he, and he ran across the room. And, the, and, uh, and it took him a, a few minutes to calm down, and the, and the shaman said, what happened, Rabbi? And he said that, he got scared, and he looked up, he saw there was a cow that walked into the room. <laughs> and it turns out that that Yid, that before, before he came to the Rebbe, that he had he had a serious uh, meal. It was nothing like anything that you and I have ever had, like on a bad day, you know what I mean? You could be sure whatever that was, it was, you know. But in those days, and in that place, when he walked in, because a cow came into the room, like he saw a cow. <laughs> I don't know if the cow had a beard and pace. It didn't have a beard and pace. But a cow walked into the room. Can you imagine if Rabbi Yisraelisk would walk into this room right now? You'd think Khalil was coming to a barn. <laughs> so, it's very hard because a person becomes more magushim from eating. So Rabbi Yaakamai says, More brachas. The truth is that in Eretz Yisrael, the Madrega, the Madrega is a higher Madrega, of course. That even without without the bracha, one's eyes on the source of Shemayim. So the Ikat Hakonah Habrachas Rabbi Yaakov Meishe is saying is a chutz la'as the gezach. Because in Eretz Yisrael is Shemam in Bechai Ha'ilam in There the Gemara is talking about in Shabbos about about but why is it that that Seder's Roim in Shaz is called Amunas Itacha Amunas What is Seder what is that section of of Shaz that has to do with, with all of the 
all of the brachas of Eretz Yisrael, and the and the obligations of the land, and taking off Tumas and Isis and so on, all the, the Shemitah, all of these mesachdes. Why why are they called Amunas Itach? Faith. What does the land of Eretz Yisrael have to do with faith? Why is it called Amunas Itach? Zroim planting in Eretz Yisrael, and that section of Shas that deals with that deals with the with the fruits and vegetables and the halachas of the fruits and vegetables, why is it called emunas itacha, faith? So Chazal say, because the farmer is mamin b'chai ha'ilomim Because the farmer is a person who believes in the one who gives life, who's the life of all worlds, and he plants. Mamin b'chai ha'ilomim The person who is the, a farmer is somebody who is involved mamish at the beginning of the life of the plant. It's not like a person who goes to the grocery and just picks it up. We don't even buy cantaloupes anymore. In the five towns, you get sliced cantaloupe. If you still buy cantaloupe, it means you're from Farakwa. You understand? <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't mean to insult anybody. But if you live in the five towns and you buy sliced, you have to buy pre-sliced. It has to be sliced. A regular cantaloupe, that's... A, that's Mamish Rahmanis. You have to pay you have to pay ten dollars to have some to have a guy cut it up in the back somewhere. Wouldn't it cut it too? I don't mean Rivka Fuchs, I want to say right now that Rivka Fuchs cuts her own cantaloupe. But besides Rivka, the rest of us are buying pre sliced cantaloupe. You put yourself into that Rivka. You got yourself in trouble. Okay, so we so we have a good uh, the, but but still, even Rifki, even you don't go out to the farm, right? You're not out there planting this stuff. No, no, I want to, but <laughs> but your soul doesn't let. <laughs> okay, so a farmer is a person who's there, mamish, who's there at the beginning. So Chazal, you know, our ancestors they loved doing that. They were farmers. They were out there. So Chazal understood that a person who is there at the beginning of the histalshlus of the fruit and sees the wonder of that connection between shamayim and aretz, of the sula mutzav aretz, of shamayim, or how something grows. So these are people who are ma'aminim. They're ma'aminim. They're people that are filled with faith. Because they see it. They see it. It, to me, would be the most remarkable thing if any doctor or nurse who works in the in the maternity, you know, that shouldn't be religious people. How could a person that works in that place in the hospital, how could you not be religious? You live in such a... To, to see what goes on, babies being born. So, Rabbi Yaakov says that the farmer's eyes are always turned to Shemayim. The eyes of the farmer, of course, that's not only in Israel. But especially in Israel, where Hashem Baruch made it in such a way, and the Torah makes that distinction between what it's like in Israel and what it's like in Israel. Where in Israel, our eyes are constantly turned to Shemaim, that it should rain, that we should be able to have what to eat. So the eyes are turned to Shemaim, Shemaim Rechai Lom The Gama Aideya Achila. So in Israel, the planting. The harvesting, it all comes with emuna. The farmers and it's a mamina. The big mamina. The chayir alamin. And the food of Echisel is the food of Echisel is tended to directly by the Bari Elam in such a way that it's so clear and obvious. So the Gama Yide Achilu Sviya Mahalim Varkum Hashem. Therefore the Torah says the Khalta Visavata now, that's a pasuk, of course, in Chumash and Ekev. We say that all the time by benching. But if you think about it, it's really remarkable. Generally, the way of the world is, Shamanta, that when you become fat, the Torah says, that when you, the more Magushim you become, when you eat, you, you, you forget God. When you get fat, meaning that you fatten yourself on food, doesn't mean literally fat. It means when you when you're indulging in this world, the usual result of that is 
Vayivat is that you 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 reject Ruchnius. You 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 become less interested in God. You become less interested in Ruchnius. Echisrael is the opposite. It's an amazing pasuk. We say it all the time. Just we got used to it. Vachalte v'savata. You eat and you feel good. You ate a lot. V'savata. You're full. And the result of that is what? Uverachtos Hashem lekacha. That's the opposite of everything in the world. The way the world works is that when generally the person eats or the person becomes rich, the usual response to that or the usual result of that is is shamanta is is biut is kicking. Is rejecting. The more Mugushim, the more Mugushim you are, the less Ruchmius that you are. It's a serious problem that we have in our times, this this union of the of excessive uh, of excessive Gashmius. The more Mugushim, the less the, the less uh, less Ruchmius. That's the formula of the world. And especially in Chutzlars, that's how it goes. But the Torah says a Chiddush, that by Eretz Yisrael, it's the opposite. Not just that you remain neutral, which itself would be a chiddush. It would just be v'achalta v'savata, and you would stay in elechiyidet. But it's more than that. It's v'achalta v'savata uveirachtas Hashem lekacha. That as a result of eating, you feel more like benching Hashem. You want to sing to him. You want to talk to him. That's not the way of the world. Usually, the way of the world is that when you eat, you don't want to talk to the bainishlam. You just want to order something. You want to talk to the waiter again. <laughs> I'll have a, I'll have another portion. But in but in Echisel, the broch of Echisel is vachalta v'savata uveirachta Hashem lekach. In other words, Rabbi Yaakov says, don't just look at that as a mitzvah, as a chiyuv, as an obligation to bench. That's the puzzle we learn benching from. Don't look at it just as an obligation to bench, but see it as a result of eating. That there is such a thing that a person can eat physical, can eat food, and the food causes him to sing. Causes him to thank, to, to speak to the Baruchel. Not just because he's obligated to be thankful for what he ate. That we understand. But not just because of an obligation, because of, if there's a reaction. That eating, instead of causing you to stop talking to the Baruchel, engages you in a conversation with Hashem. It's an amazing thing. It's a chiddush of soul, of the food of Eretz soul. Sorry? And you yourself become gebenched through that act of eating, right? You yourself become elevated through that. The whole curse of Godless is Viram is that through eating and through physical things you become arrogant and you forget God. And that somehow in HSL that by eating you remember God. That's amazing. So that not only the farmer, but even Stam, a guy that's sitting and eating his food. There's, there's an Indian of, of Mam and Bechayalam. It's a Michla de Behemelusa. It's not just, not just Matzah, but the Seder, that the food is a food of faith. We know all of this by Matzah, that Matzah is such an Indian. But not just Matzah. Because eating in HSL is different than eating in Chutzlaretz. Even though, of course, it's true, Yakamisha says that, that excessive eating brings to all kinds of tra- spiritual tragedies. Physical also. All spiritual tragedy and, and all, all spiritual failure comes is connected to overeating, indulging in Gashmias. Because from a satiated stomach, a stomach that's full, all of the other taivas, the, the lowly and disgusting taivas, are, are intensified, are intensified through eating. And all the bad midas, 
all of the bad midas also are are strengthened, intensified as a result of overeating, of too much focus on on food. And and by the way, it's not just it's not one second shame. It's not just with the overeating. It's also I'll just add another thing here with this. So I'm talking about this is more in recent times. It used to be that only poor people would talk about food because they couldn't eat it. Poor people would talk about food. My father's old Gesundheit says how they used to talk about in, in the concentration camp. They, they would compare their mother's cholons and kogels. They would talk about that. I remember once my father, I, I was, my father was, I read to him someplace from a book about how they were in the concentration camp that night. They were talking about Mishnahis and Gemara. My father said, I don't know, I was there. We were just talking about kogel and stuff. And, we weren't, I don't remember that conversations about the Mishnahis at night. They're talking about food. Mostly they're talking about food. They didn't have any. So when you talk about it, then on some level there's uh, some vicarious pleasure. When you can talk about how you used to have a kugel, and the people that were starving, they would talk about food. So somehow, on some level, it gave them some kind of satisfaction. What's interesting is now we have a different thing. We have that you have, you, have two types of, you have two types of people, either the people that are eating too much or the ones that don't eat, and all they do is talk about eating which means people that have 14,000 cookbooks on their shelves, and, and they, they're always on diets, and they're talking about how not to eat and trying to see to that other people eat. Benkach or Benkach, the topic of conversation is always food. That's makshin, that's magashim, almost as much as eating. Talking about food and thinking about food. In other words, you could, a cow, you could become a cow by thinking about cows also, not just by eating them. You could also become a cow. It's just the fact that you're dieting and that you, that you don't eat that much because you're also you're worried about how you look and you're worried about your health. It's all very good. But if your head is on food all the time, you also become a cow. The people that they sit around, they talk day and night about food, how much they didn't eat, what they're going to eat, what they're not eating, what they want to eat, they're going to eat, what they're able to eat. Right now they can't eat, but one day Mitch, they will be able to eat. They're eating things that look like food, that don't really taste like food, but it's <laughs> dietetic, so they're able to have the pleasure of eating this so they can have something of the gashmias, but it's not gonna, they're not going to get fat from this because it doesn't have trans fat, so it has only calories and whatever, all of this stuff. All, the, all of this talk about food, talk and talk food, talking about food, talking about it and dressing it up and making it look a certain way and food, everything with food. It's also, it's not just eating it. It's the culture of food. I remember that, I don't know this guy's still around. He used to listen on the radio. This is a guy, Anthony Dias Blue. <laughs> He's still doing that? I wonder what this guy looks like. I was curious. Because it sounds like he, he tries every restaurant in New York. So there was this, like, I think that was on 1010. I'm not sure what station it was or CBS. One of the news stations, there was a guy that he was, like, talking about food all the time. That's what he does. That's his job. Because this guy makes a panosa. <laughs> Tasting food. He makes a panosa. And it was, we paid to do that. And he's getting paid to taste food. It's an idea. It's an interesting thing. <laughs> he's getting paid to taste food. And, and uh, someone pointed out to me that, you had, that, they, that they made uh, that somebody like a food guru, a kosher food guru, and all these different like also to talk about fr- by from Jews about food, like some sort of a like some sort of an uh, an avoid, uh, you know, with the food to make a big Indian about it. Uh, to make a big Indian, food is something that you eat, and it's not something that you celebrate. Because they talk about celebrating and all this. This is such a goyish thing what goes on with the food and how they make it now. And that person has a little bit of a, a, a little bit of a sensitivity. You see these things should cause you to, to I'm sorry to say, to have to get rid of your food, to see all of these things about food and food, talking about food, and so because you think it's glad kosher and it's a heksha on it, therefore the Bonishal wants us all day long to be thinking about food and talking about food and and, and it's, uh, you eat, you eat, and get ending. That's it. You talk about food all day. Long. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I just had a question. I'm uh, say sitting in the five pounds eating a uh, Jaffa orange. So am I eating oh. the uh, Paris of Eretz Yisrael and then getting the Kedushas Arts because it's coming from the land which is inherently Kadosh? Or do I have to be in the Avir of Eretz Yisrael 
Okay, it's a good question. The question is, what if there's a Michael that's a Michael Eretz Yisrael? First of all, it's a Chiddush that you could take it out of Eretz Yisrael. It's not so posh that you could take it, that you could take an orange outside of Eretz Yisrael. Okay, but once we get past that, and then we have, and we have no issue, of course, Chas Sholem with Trumas Amaisis, and everything was taken care of. So, um, so then, is there, is there something to eating? We, the answer is, there is for sure. And therefore, the Tzadikim were it was a tremendous effort about Sadiqim, especially Tubishvat, to be able to it's not just Tubishvat, but especially because it's Tubishvat, to be able to have Machom of Eretz Israel. And that um, and they saw that as an opportunity to connect in a very deep level to Kedusha's arts. So it, it it there's no question that it's it, it somehow it is tainted by the, the by the Tumas Eretz Hahamim, Avir Eretz Hahamim, just like we are, that we're affected by it, but it has an Ashama that's different than a than an American orange, there's no question. And it's a mile, as long as you're careful. Uh, as long as I, I, told, I told you the story, remember that story. So when I when I when I first came to the neighbor, so the, so this is already going to be Parshas Vayet. Say that's this Shabbos. It's twenty four years, Baruch Hashem. The shul this Shabbos is twenty four years. The shul started twenty four years ago. So uh, so the first year uh, we would stay. We stayed sometimes. We stayed in people's homes. They were very gracious to us. And my family. I came with uh, seven children. We were staying. At that time, maybe the six. So I don't remember. But we came with uh, we came with the children, and stayed in different homes. And fifty uh, percent of the time, or more, I was walking. The family stayed in Farakway, and I was walking. But then it became very hard for the family. We would stay in people's homes every now and then. And uh, but I made a, a cloud from the beginning that that I'm not eating in any house. I don't eat because uh, I don't want to insult anybody, and I don't know uh, what's going on with the, all the different things. To me, Woodmere was like, you know, another planet. I, I mean, it was like Mamish, another planet over here. And and uh, I I don't know, and I didn't want to make a chilek between one Jew and another Jew. So I just said, don't be insulted. I'm not eating any place. So, say that. So uh, my family said so we would bring, and the people were very nice. We brought my wife brought a crack pot, and she made, we had a chant, and we had, and she brought the food from the house. And um, but when it came to when it came to, uh, so I wouldn't have anything. I didn't have any anything, fruits or vet, I didn't have any salad, I ate nothing, only what my wife prepared for me. But with my family, I wasn't makbid that they had, they had, uh, they would have a salad or a fish or something. So, and my wife would say to me, she would say to me, so you don't have to, the people would feel bad that you, you can have a salad or something. So I always said, you know, I don't know, I don't want to start with this and with that, and I just, I feel better not having anything. So, uh, so, we were sitting at a, by wonderful people the first year, and it was it was a Friday night, and there was some kind of a salad, and it had in it it had in it oranges, in the salad. Sometimes people put in the salad, so it had oranges in the salad, and and I didn't have any. I was just my own my own little plate, and and my wife is passing out the the woman is passing out everybody the the salad and they're eating it, and and the woman says, you know, Rabbi, especially I especially I wanted to know that. I, I thought you'd be very, very happy that I, that the, the oranges are are Jaffa oranges, are oranges, are, and maybe the strawberries. She wanted it, like she was so nervous about my my Zionist sensitivities that she saw to it that she bought Paris of Eretz Yisrael. She was hoping that maybe then she could convince me to eat the salad. Now, at the time, subsequently, there were tikkunah that were made over there with the uh, with tenuva and how things were exported. But at the time, you, you you couldn't eat those things. And, uh, there was problems with chumas and mices at that time, 24 years ago, with the stuff that was coming here. So so I, I just uh, so she said this, and I and I said no, it's so nice. <laughs> Thank you so much. And I'm kicking my wife because <laughs> my wife is about to eat this, and my wife and I'm kicking my wife, and she goes, you know, what's the matter? <laughs> and, and she goes, <laughs> so. What are you going to do? Even even the fruits of Eretz Yisrael, you have to be careful that that the fruits of Eretz Yisrael are very very sensitive. They have to be treated in a very very delicate way. They need certain treatment. In Chutzlar, it's the in Chutzlar, it's the fruits and vegetables. Chutzlar, it's just uh, you take it straight from the tree. Eretz Yisrael have to be treated specially. So, but but it's definitely true that the Paris of Eretz Yisrael have, have have inherent. Kedusha, that even though it's damaged by the journey, but it's still something there. There's for sure something there. 
And there's a mile to eating. If one can eat, there's a mile to eating these things, besides supporting a chavah and as a There's a mile to it. But Kishoni, he says, is different. So even though, even though he says, all the midas, all wrong opinions and wrong ways of thinking, also, the, the bad midas of a person also affect the way that he thinks, has an impact upon his ways of thinking. It's hashkafis. So Chazal say, "Ad sheodem espalosh yikonis teret b'sayich gufa yispalosh liyikansum adam l'tayich gufa." That the person who's the, the same person who's davening, that Torah should come into him, that he should be able to uh, he should be able to gobble up some Torah. He should also daven not to take delicacies into his stomach. Because the, because <clears throat> there's a war that goes on between the Torah that he's uh, that he's digesting and the and the uh, delicacies the uh, whatever that he's indulging in the food that he's indulging in. Humash Omahakosov is what the Pasik says Sadik Oikalasaivanafshai or Betan Rishoyim Techsar. That Sadik eats the Saivanafshai. The Saivanafshai. The Khasan is here? That's what we were talking about. Sadik Oikal Saivanafsha. That Sadik eats the Saivanafsha. To fill the to give satisfaction to the soul. The Saivanafsha. But Betan Rishoyim Techsar, but the stomach so the tzaddik always is full because the tzaddik eat, eats a little bit. It's for the nefesh. But the stomach of the rishayim is always empty. The rishayim always feel that they, they didn't have enough to eat. The tzaddik eats nafsha. That's what we were talking about this morning. The eating of the tzaddik. He eats so that the body will be able to survive and to serve God. Not because of the demand of the stomach. Not what the stomach wants, because what the nefesh wants, not what the stomach wants. There's a difference. So therefore, chutzlar, like Rav Kook said, the achila in particular is very dangerous. Now the chilik between achila's chutzlar and achila's eretzel, Mitzvah will continue with next week. So hold on to the page. station after you refuel you had a big